This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Bravo, finally. A new, uh, no, it's probably not that new anymore. I mean, when did you do that one? About a month ago. Yeah, good. I love Thanks it. Thanks for listening. Yeah, I, don't, I turned the radio off. <laughs> Right at noon. I don't need to hear that clown anymore. I've heard it, heard it for many, many years. Uh, Adam Carter, by the way, in for said clown, Chad Hartman, who's uh, off all week, who will be uh, in the waters off of Waikiki with, uh, with CCO listeners. And God bless him for it. But uh, this has been a, such a long time since I've done overrated, underrated, properly rated. I just almost forgot what order to say that. I bet you're excited about it. Oh, it's bursting with excitement, <laughs> as you can just tell. Laura Oaks uh, from the newsroom, also with us here to do overrated, underrated, properly rated. Um, I used to pick out the order of who goes. Is there, does somebody do that now, or has it just been established? Typically, Chad goes to the news desk, which mm-hmm. is usually rusty now. But every once in a while, he feels a wave of self-importance coming over himself. That he, that needs he needs to... to jump in and go first. Yeah. Um, I feel so much. I I I, feel, I I do not feel such uh, self importance. So I will. Uh, I yield. I'll yield my time to the lovely and talented Laura Oaks, and then the lovely and talented Dave Harrigan. Oh, wow, thank and you. And then I'll I'll bring up the rear, so to speak. All right. So Laura, let's let's hear it. You're overrated, underrated, properly rated. Overrated, and it kind of pains me to say this, but I'm going to say it. Kale. I have been trying to like kale for so yeah. long. And I'm, I've started eating these grain bowls now where you still put in some greens with your grain bowls. So I have a bunch of kale. I bought a big bag of it somewhere, and it's taking forever for me to get through. And I hate it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not good. It's no. just It's too, like, it's, it's bitter. It's bitter, and it's, there's too mu- it's, it's not as, like, soft as lettuce either. No, it's like, it's, and it doesn't really wilt when you want it to, like in a soup. I, yes. I put it oh, in a yeah. soup, too, thinking it would be a good little healthy not addition. Good, huh? It's not good. A teeny little bit goes a very long way Maybe in that's a salad it. or a soup, I yes. think. So you just say, yeah, there's kale in it. Yeah, like that's one that's strip. healthy. God. My wife made, remember when kale chips were all the rage? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. My wife tried it. Worst decision that's ever happened in our kitchen. Really? And she'll agree. So awful. I mean, it's a mix of... You, the bitterness of the kale plus this burning flavor and it, oh they're just Ugh. oh they were rotten i mean okay. it was an instant try one i were throwing this out right <laughs> okay <laughs> good i won't try that then cuz i was thinking of trying don't to make some kale chips no, cuz i've read that. about them no. but just okay. give up on the kale i think i might have <laughs> and to. what's the deal with lettuce like uh, stop lettuce <laughs> shaming people 
If I enjoy iceberg lettuce, I know, oh, it's iceberg. That's not as healthy as, <laughs> as you know, a spring mix or, you know, arugula or whatever. It's true. I, why, well, no, but it's lettuce. Who cares? It's well, not. you need to up your game with lettuce if you're eating iceberg. I'm not. I'm, because I'm being sh- you're shaming me into eating, like, more quality lettuce, and I won't. Go for the romaine. I, romaine's fine. Yeah. But, I mean, every once in a while, a good, solid iceberg uh, lettuce. You know, you get the big the thing, iceberg lettuce, and you just chop it up. And- it's satisfying. Yeah. You know, the texture of iceberg lettuce, yes, I can eat iceberg lettuce. But I just think, why not, if you have a choice of lettuces, go for something that has some actual nutritional value in it and some fiber. Iceberg, I don't think, has much. Uh, I could be wrong. Texter says, kale in soup is great. Try sautéing kale in olive oil with garlic and sun-dried tomatoes. So good. Maybe I'll have to try that. Maybe that's the key. You sauté it first, and then you can put it in your soup. Laura, massage your kale with salt and lemon. Then leave it for 10 minutes. It Ooh. will soften and be less bitter. I will massage it. Are you it. That's massaging your kale? No, but that's Have you massaged idea. your kale lately? This is a family <laughs> show. Stop that. Six, by the way, uh, chime in, 651-461-9226. We want your overrated, underrated, and properly rated. Uh, continue, Laura. Sorry. Good tips on the kale. Thank you, listeners. Um, underrated, I don't know if you have heard of this place or, or have seen it. It's up near um, St. Anthony, Maine, and it's a renovated warehouse right on the river called the Machine Shop. Mm-mm. I think oh, I've heard of it, though. It's fabulous. I'm sure it's, it's, it's intended to be an event venue, like for cool weddings or yep. whatever. But it's been renovated into this just beautiful industrial space with chandeliers and windows and it's just wonderful. And I was there yesterday with my kid at a vintage fest and it was packed. I mean, it was so many people. The the whole vintage thing is just so hot right now, which is fun. But this space, I was just blown away by this beautiful machine shop. Well, when you say the whole vintage thing is all the rage, vintage everything. So what is it? Mainly clothes. Okay. At least that's what Charlie's getting into. And he's getting into the reselling of clothes that he is finding at thrift stores for like three dollars really cleaning them up and he's starting this little business on these oh. there's some selling sites where people who are into this know exactly where to go and get oh. the cool stuff that's cool but it's the kind of thing that we might cringe like they're into stuff that was really popular in the 80s pleated pants yep. he's wearing right now some like too short painter's pants and um those pullover like golf jackets that oh, are sure. like windbreaker material, that kind of stuff. Lots of hoodies. Neon colored. Uh, There's some neon. Like yeah. the ski, I think of the 80s ski outfits that, yeah. that are fantastic. Yeah. The, the real neon stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, the girls stuff has been back for a while. The high-waisted jeans mm-hmm. and pinstripes the mom and jeans. pleats and mom jeans. Yeah. So I do believe that if you wore it once, you really shouldn't wear it again, at least for me. <laughs> oh, you really? But, you know, well, you don't like. Oh, so you've got. So your vintage has to be like older than the eighties. Older than the eighties. Yes, and I love. I do love that stuff, and I like to dress that way too. So, but yeah, but it was cool. This venue is fabulous. Yeah. It's called the Machine Shop. It's okay. right next to all the stuff at St. Anthony, Maine. Excellent. Yeah, really cool, and properly rated. Now I must have been under a rock in 2014 because I never saw this movie, and I bet you guys have. Whiplash. Oh yeah. <gasps> oh. You, you just saw Whiplash last night. Yes. Yeah. For the first time, I was bl- I was blown away. It is the most 
intense, intense and disturbing, disturbing movie I have ever but seen. Oddly in my satisfying. Life. But so good. It was so good. Yes, J.K. Simmons, you just want to yeah, wring his neck. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Miles my, a, a young Miles Teller, yeah. he's fabulous. I mean, I just felt like you knew exactly what he was thinking just by looking at his eyes or his poor bloody hands yep. and just like the evil that this – I don't want to give the movie away for people who haven't seen it even though it was nine years ago. I think you're okay. I think so. <laughs> don't, Nobody can get upset if you're <laughs> spoiling it. I shouldn't have watched it right before bed because I was just kind of fired up and couldn't settle down to go to sleep. But it, it is fantastic. I believe Whiplash. he won an Oscar for that. He right? did, yes. And a SAG award, yep. And the – is it – was it Paul Reiser who played the dad, the dad yep. in that? Yep. Yeah. Very oh, good movie. You know, I'd watch so that again. Yeah. I, I remember, uh, I, re- I think I saw that probably on a SAG screener yep. in 2014. Could be. What I mean, was I doing in 2014? I don't know. I didn't see it. Jeez. Have you seen Titanic? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was pretty I did good, see too. Titanic. <laughs> uh, a lot of people uh, chiming in. Kale is what you get when chard and dirt have a baby. Oh. <laughs> Uh, the only bad thing about iceberg lettuce is it doesn't last long as romaine. Kale, mm. blanch it and put it in cream sauce. How do you blanch it? Is that something where you boil it in water kind of a thing? You're I'm asking not asking sure. the wrong guy. Okay. Uh, iceberg, iceberg lettuce is just water. Well, so what? Water's good for you. <laughs> a good wedge salad is pretty tasty. Don't tell that to my wife. My wife has visceral reactions to wedge salads. Why? She's well, like, it's the iceberg. Iceberg and it's... She's upset that a salad should come pre-cut up. I, I shouldn't have to cut up my own salad. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's it's laziness in the salad form. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's attractive. It's That's a, lazy. It looks kind of cool, though. Yeah. It looks cool on the plate. I don't have a problem with, uh, with, with a wedge salad. Let's take a break. We'll get to Dave's. We'll get to mine. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. And yours. Please chime in. 651-461-9226. A text or a phone call. Am I missing something here? And this is, isn't this Parliament Funkadelic? It's Parliament, but who put par- Parliament together? George Clinton. Thank there it you. is. Sorry. There's your presidential. That's yes, the uh, presidential bumper oh, music today. Yes. In relating to uh, president, presidential names involved with bands. I mentioned we're, 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 we will hear Bush at some point. We actually will not. Really? <laughs> That was a layup. Could have done that. That would have been layup. very easy, but I uh, I didn't get that far. I stopped. Kate at... Bush <laughs> could have gone that too. Huh? You might oh. get a Ford in there. Ooh, I cannot wait. All right, we're doing overrated, underrated, properly rated. Your texts welcome six five one four six one nine two two six. Also, your calls. Lots of uh, people chiming in on the kale topic. Mm-hmm. I use kale in our smoothies most days. If you have a high powered blender, we own a Vitamix. You don't even know it's in there. Mm-hmm. Hide it. Mm-hmm. Still uh, don't know what blanching, uh, putting it in a cream sauce. All right, moving on. Dave Harrigan. <laughs> Anything about kale or what do you got? To follow that up. Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, we're going to start with an activity we did yesterday. Went bowling mm-hmm. with, the, uh, with the little ones for the first time. Oh, fun. That was a blast. Yes. A little six-pound ball and the, the six-year-old and even the two-year-old able to pick it up and kind of waddle over the lane, and she was using the, the Did ramp. Did you use the ramp? She was using the ramp for part of it, and the other part I would hold it with her and, you know, count to three, and we'd throw it down the lane. And I mean, I smoked them. I just I <laughs> pounded them. Buried them. Buried them. In your face. Yeah. No. That, Daddy just got a turkey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a lot of fun. That was underrated. Overrated. 
was the process in looking for a spot to bowl. We Ooh. ended up heading down to Invergrove to uh, Dracula's. Dracula's. Uh, 45 bucks for an hour and a half. Ooh. That for, is crazy. For six of us. Yeah. For six of us for 45 bucks, that was fine. No big deal. Yeah. Included the shoes. Everything's good. Everything's in. Or we could have gone somewhere else where they would have charged us, and I'm not kidding, $160. What? $160. For like what? For like an hour? For It was either an hour or an hour and a half. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Including the $10 convenience fee for booking online. Oh. Reserving. Oh, come on. Are you kidding me? 45 so, sounds pretty good. Now. Yeah. O- overrated. Say, uh, the self-importance of some bowling, bowling alleys. Okay. You're still just a bowling alley. <laughs> Calm down. Did you do the bumpers for the kids? We did do the bumpers yeah. for the kids. Yes. I need the bumpers. What about the uh, the bowling community? I mean, so the the... the the bowling alleys themselves feel a little self-important. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Charging really? a ridiculous. Well, that's for like sure. That. I mean, that's. I mean, they, one was place like was one sixty. Another kinda... was like one thirty, and Jeez. apparently, What's going on. I don't know. It's insane. It's in golf, <laughs> bowling. <laughs> it's just bowling. Ah, <sighs> uh, another overrated Girl Scout cookies. Oh come on! They were out there selling. At Cub over the weekend, a couple other stores I went into. No. I'm with you. I'm not falling into your trap. Yep. I'm not paying. Selling a little or a lot. (coughs) Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 30 bucks for seven cookies. Okay. Sorry. $5 a box, man. Yeah, and you get a half a cookie in a box. Oh, stop it. <laughs> I you love you. Like chew it and spit it out in front of them. Like <laughs> your cookies are garbage. No, I don't even chew it. I just take the box, <laughs> throw it down, the- stomp right on it. I support the Girl Scouts in my realm. You know, like I want to be supportive of these girls, and I think the whole cookie selling thing is a good experience for mm-hmm. them, as long as the parents don't take over too much. But the cookies themselves, yeah. You know, I'm not. I think we're just, we're nostalgic about the cookies. maybe. That's yes, it. there are better options, but like the. Now, there's a new one, though. So they, like, we were up ice fishing this weekend at Mille Lacs, big tournament, and then during the awards ceremony, which attracted, you know, a couple thousand people, there was a Girl Scout walking dragging her little uh, sled around. And there's a new, I forgot the name of it. now. So it's like a, um, got chocolate and, like, caramel in the middle. Ooh. I don't know. the. They're new. Sounds Maybe only good. a couple years, and they were pretty good. So that's a new option. What a perfect audience for selling Girl Scout cookies. Yes, it was a perfect, perfect place to yep. sell. Hungry, hungry fishermen. Yep. Is that it? 20 bucks for a box of two? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> it's about supporting the Girl Scouts, Dave. Support all you want. I'd, I'd feel better about just handing them $5 than giving me that box of cookies. That's <laughs> well, not give it that, away. I, you know, it's not that they're not that good and you don't get enough. I can buy a box of Oreos and just give you 5 I had a listener one time. This is back when my daughters were still in Girl Scouts selling cookies. And uh, her name is Barb Johnson, not the former council president, a different Barb Johnson. She bought uh, like $200 worth of cookies from, from me and sent them to uh, – People on ships. The I na- remember that. Sailors. I remember that. U.S. in the in the Navy. Yep. So bravo. That's cool. Take that, Dave Harrigan. That took two hundred bucks. What do you think? Those military like, like dumped them over the ship when they got them. <laughs> Can't believe you said us this crap. I have one more tiny little Girl Scout related yep. story. Rusty Ray, who is not here today because he anchored the morning, or not anchored, he did the news on the morning show today. Yep. Um, his daughter is a Girl Scout right now, and he showed me a little video that he made of her making her pitch to sell her Girl Scouts, and it's adorable. Yeah. It's so cute, and that's another great way to get, get at people who want the cookies and want to support these kids. I never was that industrious with my kids, like just sell. I'll take them to work. I'll try to sell some at work, and you try to sell them. And I didn't get that creative. Now I feel bad. All right, is it my turn now? Go ahead. Okay, my first one is the uvula. What? It's overrated. <gasps> why is it? Why? Why do we have a uvula? What is it? Mine is. Sw- it's the thing in the back of your throat. Mine is like swollen right now, and it's uh, making me very hard to talk. Like the little thing that wiggles. Yes. That, oh, yes. You yes. might be getting sick. Well, I hope not. No, it's like I. It's react to like dry air, and I think the in the fish house I must have had dry air because I woke up the second day with my, a distended uvula. <laughs> And it's making things very difficult for me to Hey, Al. <laughs> right. How's your uvula? <laughs> uh, and we've got wonderful texters who've texted in various uh, suggestions. Somebody said take Benadryl immediately. Mm. I'd fall asleep if I took Benadryl right now. But maybe when I get home, I'll take some Benadryl. Maybe that'll help. But, yeah, what's the point? I mean, does it serve any function at all? Does it, it must. Do? It must. It wiggles. Um, I'm trying take- to think what it would be good for. I mean – does it help with your chewing and swallowing I have no situation? idea. I'm sure there must be a reason for it. Maybe it has something to do with the acoustics as your voice is coming mm, up. Yes. Maybe. 
but uh, if it gets big, it's hard to talk. Just cut it off and see what happens. Yeah, let's just take a scissors <laughs> back there. Yeah, that'd be good. Over and that was my first one. Overrated at President's Day is overrated. Yeah, it's kind of. Can't we have a, like a? I mean, we we love our presidents, most of them, some of them, yeah, a few of them, maybe one or two. But do we need a holiday honoring President's Day? I don't think we do. I'm all Aren't in on better, the MLK, um, but not this one. Right. Yeah. Or like we talked about the the Monday after the Super Bowl. Should be like some sort of holiday. Why? No. No. Why not? Because there's no reason for it. Oh, yeah, there is. People in Bo- like it's a it's a national holiday. People get together uh, on the Super Bowl Sunday. Mm. And some uh, have a little too much to drink. They're just wanting a day off from work. Yeah. We d- we d- we did um, some study story last week that said eighteen million people call in sick on the day after the Super Bowl, which I could have said BS. No chance that's true. <laughs> but I mean, there's got to be better days we can honor instead of the president. Well, you could get together with some friends and swap some presidential stories. <laughs> some let me tell you what, facts. Let me tell you about Millard Fillmore. Yeah. All right? Everyone does a book report. You get James K. Polk. Right. You get Zachary yeah. Taylor. You know who you want? You want uh, William Henry Harrison. He's oh. the one who only lasted. 28 days or 38 mm-hmm. days, <laughs> caught a cold uh, doing his uh, his um, inaugural speech and died a month later. That's and he tough. had a peg leg. Did he? No. Oh. I just thought that would be a good story, too. That would be good. Had a Makes it more there. interesting. <laughs> My last is an underrated, and it's people who love their jobs. People who like are like almost giddy. At their jobs. And it's just, it's, it's infectious. So I went and got a, my car wash this weekend. One of the, by the way, props to my wife, might be the best Christmas present I've ever received, is uh, the subscription to the Mr. Car Wash. Mm. You know, there's a bunch of them now. Mm-hmm. You get the thing on your windshield, you just pull right in, automatic. Cool. And there's, there's a newer one in Apple Valley. And I went this weekend, yesterday, and I pull up and there's a woman who I think checks people in who are regular, who have to pay. And she's waving at me. And I'm like, oh, hello. And you're kind of uncomfortable at first. It's like, do I know her? Or what's the deal with that? <laughs> well, then I wave to her. And then I pull in and come around and there's... Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Guy who's like guiding you in, yeah. You know, guide to your tire to get, and he is just waving and <laughs> giving me the thumbs up when I got it. <laughs> and honestly, if I would have had like a five dollar bill on me, I would have rolled down the window and given him. I said, "You are good at your job. You love what you do, and bless you for that." That's awesome. A buddy of mine's dad always told me like it was it used to be embarrassing, but like we'd go through a drive through, and it feel like he, you know what, you're really good at your job. I just and it's like, come on, it's a fast food worker, but. I mean, honestly, if, if, and I know it, it, days get tough, you know, you do the same thing day in and day out. We all have bad days. We all get in bad moods, but people who show up for work and just would have a positive attitude mm-hmm. and I'm describing somebody who's absolutely not me, by the way, <laughs> um, but just inf- it's infectious. It is. It's infectious for, and, and bravo to the people who go in for going to work, even the most mundane, menial jobs and, or just love it. 
they make the world a better place. Well, you need to make your own happiness. And when you spend the majority of your time at your job, you've got to find a way to love it, you know? And people that can do that, it's it's awesome. It is, it is awesome. infectious. It is infectious, and it's just like, man, it's like, bravo to you. So if, if you're listening, uh, Mr. Car Wash employees, you made my day yesterday. Bravo. Love it. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Laura. Mm-hmm. Good job on overrated, underrated, properly rated. Uh, your text's coming in. We'll revisit that. Um, should the state of Minnesota, should we give up public money to attract large-scale sporting events like the Super Bowl? Do we need to do that? Do, should we take public money to attract big events to the state of Minnesota? We'll talk about that next. Brian Adams. John Adams. John Quincy Adams. Double shot there. That's right. Two birds, one That's right. <laughs> one stone, one... I hate this song. Not a fan, I huh? hate this song. Okay. Uh, I love sports. I love big sporting events, and I think it's great when big sporting events come to Minnesota. But do we really need public money to attract these events here? Last time I checked, Dave, we have a pretty solid group of uh, Fortune 500 companies here in ye old Twin Cities. Shouldn't it be up to uh, corporations? Not up to them, but shouldn't we be at least have significant involvement from corporations saying that we're good stewards here. We are good uh, companies. We've in many cases received, you know, advantages to having our company here in different aspects. If, if money is needed to attract significant sporting events to the state of Minnesota, shouldn't they be um, pitching in a little more than I guess average citizens? using our tax dollars to attract it. The reason we bring this up is because a group, the Minnesota Sports and Events, uh, which works to attract sporting events, large-scale sporting events, to the Twin Cities, says it needs about $50 million so that the Twin Cities can compete with other communities that have, frankly, outbid Minnesota to, to have a number of these events that are coming up. And I get it. I mean, I I understand that there absolutely is an advantage for the Twin Cities to host these events. Super Bowl. I mean, uh, Final Four, uh, Women's Final Four recently. We've got the Big Ten Women's Big Ten Basketball Tournament coming up. There's always we always have fairly steady streams of hockey tournaments coming here. So there are advantages to it. I. And I guess if you're talking about a $17 billion budget surplus, maybe $50 million in this one-time investment doesn't seem like that big a deal. But at the same time, I just feel like the corporate community here, which all, all the t- pitches in quite a bit for events like this, they are, they're great partners in many aspects of uh, the sporting events in Minnesota as well as other charitable giving. I, I think they do a wonderful job. But I'm just wondering why the need at this point to use public money for this kind of advancement of trying to get sporting events here in Minnesota. It would certainly be nice if you know, your Best Buys and your Targets mm-hmm. and your whoever else, if they if they could step up and cover the cost, whatever the cost is for 
keeping the uh, what do we call it, the Minnesota Sports and Entertainment. Yes, um, keeping them afloat and able to, you know, if we're able to get more Super Bowls, Final Fours, whatever it is. But that said, if we're getting to a point where they just can't do it or are unwilling to do it, yeah, I think I'm in the boat that says I don't mind a little bit of public money of going public. towards it because it's it's nice. I mean, I I think it's it's nice knowing that. You know, these types of events, these big deals, these mm-hmm. big national things do come to Minnesota once in a while. I don't know. Maybe it, may, it might not mean a whole lot to a lot of people as far as any financial benefit. Mm-hmm. You know, businesses downtown, yeah. certainly they benefit and, uh, uh, you know, other things like that. But, yeah, I just, I don't know. Maybe it's just an emotional thing. It's it's cool to say, hey, the Final Four is in Minneapolis this year. Hey, right, all right. Yeah. That's cool. It's I just think it's neat, and maybe uh, maybe I'm a little cynical because being working in news for so long, you know, you you cover it, and it's exciting to cover it. But like when the Super Bowl was here, I like it was so strange. I mean, it was cool that the Super Bowl was here, and it was kind of cool to see how they were set up downtown for it. But I I was out of town for, for the Super Bowl. It's like, eh, all right, well, it, it'll be cool to see it on TV. But it's like, all right, what did you have that was better to do? <laughs> Ice fishing. <laughs> Shocking. Shocking. Yeah. It's an annual trip that I take. No, it was during during that week. I was out at Mall of America on the Radio Row thing as we were all jammed in by mm-hmm. the uh, one yeah, of the that was cool. floor. Um, that was very cool. Uh, food courts. Yeah. I got sick during the middle of that week and was puking my guts out for two days, so I had to miss it. But, um, I, yeah, that was it was just fun to be a part of it. And, you know, most people obviously aren't in the middle of Radio Row and say, hey, yeah. Drew Brees wow. is walking by. Right. And, you know, ah, Kirk Cousins in line at the Shake Shack. What yeah. if he's coming to the Vikings? That's right. You know, that whole thing. But And there were celebrities there. I mean, it was like it wasn't just athletes. Mm-hmm. And I still, every time I walk by that area of the Mall of America, I still can't believe that that was Radio Row. It like, is amazing. It doesn't seem like there's that enough, there's that there's space enough for all that. It was shoehorned in there, yeah. but they made it work. But so, so if... If the Twin Cities never hosted another big time sporting event, would we miss it? So you're saying you uh, you would, and you think uh, many Minnesotans would miss the fact that we're hosting another major sporting event? Yeah, I think so. Maybe you don't, you know, wake up in 40 years and say, "Man, you know what I missed over the last few decades? Big events." You know, it may not be something you think about, but I think when they do yep. come here, a lot of us in Minnesota, you know, how many people volunteered? For the Super Bowl, you know, just nice to stand swag. in the skyway yeah, and got say, "Nice jackets and everything." Yeah, That's why they it, did. Take a right, take a right. You know, <laughs> you know how many people? <laughs> so clearly, Minnesotans want to be a part of this thing. You know, the events that were downtown. FOMO. We get FOMO. If yes, I, I think a lot of Minnesota, and I'm sure there's plenty that don't care and like you, just want to get out of town and. Leave the rest of us to be your... Just uh, leave us alone. <laughs> Let us be miserable in the middle of winter like the rest of us. <laughs> Bold North. Bah! Yeah. No, I mean, I, I like it. I just... And text her, right? And chime in. 651-461-9226. We're using public money. Good God. Those city businesses fill their pockets during those events. Let them pay to attract it. And I don't know necessarily like they fill their pockets. Do they benefit from it? Sure. Especially if they sponsor things, right? And that's what I feel... I've, we've got a great corporate community. I love our corporate corporations. Who loves the corporations better than me? <laughs> big I'll corporate guy. <laughs> I'm a big corporate guy. I love the corporations. Small business. Nobody knows me. more about corporate America in Minnesota than, than me. But And I appreciate when they do pitch in. I just think this is a spot where they can chime in and say, you know, this is 
this is the this, these are the folks who should be attracting these big businesses here, the, these big sporting events. And if it's great for the attraction of Minnesota, then it's great for your company to to highlight. Uh, it would be nice if an event is say coming to U.S. Bank Stadium. If you tap U.S. Bank and say, "Hey, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to hear your name a lot, a or, lot," you know, Target Center, Target Field, for instance. And isn't that and doesn't I mean, isn't that the reason we built that? Big, gigantic behemoth stadium, and isn't that the reason we have these sporting facilities that we do here? Is because that has something to do with it, too, that, yeah, they have good facilities. That's why they're coming here. I just feel like, you know, there's a, you know, it talks about competing with Indianapolis and, like, San Antonio, cities that are kind of on that rotation of... Roughly the same size. Yeah. Every once in a while. sporting events come, too. So I just don't think they're going to abandon Minnesota. Uh, 148-651-461-9226. Uh, Should we be using public money to attract a big-time big time sporting events to the Twin Cities? Your calls and texts next. 152, that is your uh, Lindis Construction time check. Time to save on infinity from Marvin Windows. 50% off installation labor. Marilyn Monroe. James Monroe. Very good. There you go. Very good. President's Day bumper music. All day. Uh, should we be using public money to attract big-time sporting events to the Twin Cities? Texter nails it. How about if uh, we had teams good enough where we could actually you know, host like a Stanley Cup final or a World Series? Is that too much to ask? Uh, Bill has called in on line two. Bill, go ahead. What do you think about that? Yeah, yeah. Way too much emphasis on both college and professional sports. If any money is going to be invested, public money it should be into community, recreation sport. We all got the fatties and obesity problem out there. We got people sitting on their fat, you know what, and <laughs> snacking away and just getting, I mean, let's get out there and exercise, you know? Right. Get people involved. They get to know their neighbors. Group, so, uh, group jumping jacks, you know? Get out there and do it. Bill, thanks for the call. I think we do have uh, programs already that try to encourage outdoor activity, although that topic we could bring up, talking about that article you sent me about the girls' softball in Minneapolis. Uh, we'll discuss that at some point during the week. But I think this is a different kind of – I don't think we're taking away from those problems and trying to get the fatties in shape uh, by using public money uh, to attract sporting events. Um, I think that's a different kitty we're talking about. Norm is on the phone on the uh, Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. Norm, go ahead. Hi, Adam. Well, the first point I want to bring up is how long has the, has the new Twin Stadium been up? Since 2010, I believe. So, yeah. Okay. So you're going, you know, you're going 20, you know, 13 years or whatever, and they wanted the public money because they were going to be in the World Series and playoffs, and there's going to bring all this money to the metro area. How has that worked out? I'm tired of using public money for billionaires where we've got homeless veterans, homeless people with mentally ill. The Apple's police are down 200 coppers. That money could be better used for the public good. Norm, thank you for the call. Norm raises uh, certainly good points, too. Um, but I think it's a situation where you can walk and chew gum at the same time again we always point out, you know, there are there better things to spend money on? Absolutely. But if you're talking about overall quality of life for the Twin Cities and that if other communities are doing this too, that they absolutely, there's a benefit to attract these significant events to the Twin Cities, then it's something to be considered. And certainly I think there is a benefit to doing that. I'm just questioning whether or not 
we'd need to use public money to do that or tap into some of the private wealth that we have in this community. Yeah, public would be great. I mean, the, the private money would be great. But if it's that's not doable, you know, to me, it's akin to what's been going on in like college football, for instance, for the last 10 years yeah. or more. You know, millions upon millions right. spent on locker rooms and cafeterias right. and all this stuff to make your program look to anyone on the outside like, I have to be a part of this. Yep. You know, yeah, it would be great if those many, many millions were spent on academic resources. Research, for yeah, research facilities. But it's kind of the price to play ball at this point. And is it is it ideal? No. But it's where we're at. Yep. Sporting and other private events should absolutely not be paid for with public funds. Don't use public funds to promote private entities or vice versa. I think it would uh, – sports, sports, sports. Can we ever talk about anything else? Look at a city like Austin, Texas, hosting South by Southwest, hundreds of music groups coming in. Yeah, I mean, can we broaden the look? I mean, yeah, it's sporting events are great. People, a lot of eyeballs on sporting events, but can we attract other quality of life uh, types of events where it would certainly draw people to this area and bring a focus on this area? Can we expand uh, the um, that committee that does that to try to attract different to- types of events? Again, facilities are a big part of that too. I mean, I don't. Uh, I'd love it if the Twin Cities had a huge outdoor music facility. I mean, yeah, we do have some smaller ones that are great, but like a n- large-scale outdoor music facility that could handle some of that. I think that'd be a, that'd be a, uh, beneficial too. Chip Scoggins coming up. Uh, speaking of uh, college football, PJ Fleck, a college professor. We'll talk to Chip about that, about what's going on with Minnesota's local sports teams next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 